0: The Secret to Getting Started, by Josie Michelle Davis of josiemichelledavis.com, and I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy Sunday and a very happy 4th of July if you're in the US. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. This is kind of like an audiobook, but with articles instead, and from a bunch of different authors, and of course, always with permission from the sites. And then at the end, I always give you a little bit of my commentary, my take on basically what I've read. On Fridays, I do something a little different. I answer your questions. Don't forget, you can send me a question by going to oldpodcast.com ask, or you can email your question directly to health at oldpodcast.com. Thank you so much for sending me your questions and thank you for your trust. It really means a lot. Tear, all right, enough of that emotional stuff. Let's finally get to it and hear today's article and continue optimizing your life. You Don't Have to Love It, The Secret to Getting Started by Josie Michelle Davis of josiemichelledavis.com The other day, I was checking in with a friend on how her fitness goals have been going, and she said they had come to a halt because she just hates running. Oh boy, I've been there. If you think that I was born loving to run, work out, meditate, eat spinach, or basically any of the other things I do on an almost daily basis, well, let me just tell you, you're wrong. When I started running, I hated it. If they handed out world records for how incredibly bad you could be at running, then I would have easily won. My breathing was so bad, I felt like I was constantly being strangled. I got side cramps like you wouldn't believe. I was slow. So slow. In fact, I am still incredibly slow compared to most runners. When I started going to the gym, I hated that too. I felt like everyone was looking at me, probably thinking about how I was using every single machine wrong. All I wanted to do was get the heck out of there. Don't even get me started on my switch to working out in the morning. That just felt like some type of cruel and unusual punishment. But I didn't stop running. I didn't stop going to the gym and I didn't stop waking myself up at some ungodly hour to sweat first thing in the morning. Even though I truly and deeply hated these things and was legitimately bad at them, I kept up with them. I knew they would make me a better person long-term and they were part of a process of achieving bigger goals. And if I gave up, I would save myself the short-term pain but set myself up for long-term frustration. I know that because I had given up about a million times before and it only served to make me feel worse. You go to work every day even though maybe you don't absolutely love it, right? Filing documents, answering annoying emails, or dealing with customers may not be at the top of your list of things you love, but you find a way to get it done anyway. So, what if I told you that when it comes to things that are good for you, you don't have to love them? You don't need to feel like they're your life's calling in order to do them. What if you stop putting the pressure on yourself to love every single thing you do and instead learn to sit with that discomfort? In fact, I'm giving you full permission to hate those things, but hate them while you do them. First, let's get something straight. I'm not talking about forcing yourself to do the bizarre things that the wellness or fitness communities tell you to, or basically anything anyone else tells you to do, except maybe your doctor. I'm talking about the things you intuitively know are important for you. I definitely don't believe that everyone needs to run, but I do know that everyone needs some type of regular movement in their life, I don't think you need to eat all organic food or swap your chocolate chips for fancy cacao nibs, but you should probably make sure that you at least eat some veggies occasionally. All I'm trying to say here is there are things in our life that are good for us, even if we don't love them, and that's okay. It's okay not to love them, but never eating a vegetable because you don't love them is probably something you need to work on getting over. This is definitely not just about exercise or eating right it'll probably come up with almost any habit you try to build in your life. Let me tell you, I still don't love waking up at 5 a.m., even though I've been doing it almost every day for a year. I'm okay with the fact that I'll probably never love it, but I can see how much good it does in my life, so I keep focus on that instead of constantly talking to myself about how much I hate it. Learning to sit with the discomfort of not liking something, but pushing through it anyway, has taught me so much more than I ever would have learned by avoiding tough things. And who knows, you might find yourself ending up like me and learning to adore some of the things you used to absolutely loathe, like running. You just listened to the post titled, You Don't Have to Love It, The Secret to Getting Started by Josie Michelle Davis of josiemichelledavis.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I've often said that when I work out at the gym, I tend to push myself to the point where I don't feel so good. I push myself to the point where, you know, there may be some dry heaving going on. But first I wanna say, not everyone needs to do that. That's just me. Yes, I'm a weirdo. But you might assume that I like that feeling. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I do not like that feeling. I just have like this sensitive response to when I push myself too hard. Like somehow my body just wants to dry heave a lot when I push myself too hard. But no, I don't like it. I don't like that feeling. What I do like is pushing myself to improve. I want to improve my performance. I want to help my heart get healthier. Yes, I want my muscles to get stronger, but I don't love the feeling that I'm gonna pass out. But I do it anyway. Well, let me give you a different, not so gross analogy. Today's author was absolutely right in the sense that you start applying this getting started approach to everything else in your life. So, no, I don't like feeling queasy when I'm working out, but I'll still do it. Now, I've also found that I do the same thing with other things in my life. So, for example, I'm trying to publish more research articles, but one of the hardest things to do is to sit down and actually write it. Getting started is the hardest part, but I think about myself and I say, well, I can do it in the gym, I can do it when it comes to making a nutritious meal for myself, so why can't I do it here? And sure enough, I can convince myself to just get started. And then guess what happens when you get started? You get into that flow eventually. You start to realize, hey, this isn't so bad after all. You start to feel productive. You start to feel good about yourself. And that momentum means a lot. When you start to feel better about yourself, it'll make it more likely that that behavior occurs the next day. And so we often say that just getting started is the most important step and don't underestimate its power. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you again so much for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you're having a happy and safe Independence Day if you're here in the US and listening in real time, of course. And I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.